It was bizarre not traveling most of 2020 because of the pandemic. Spending on average 130 days over the past 10 years traveling to only travel five days in all of 2020 was a major shock to the system. At first, I didn't miss the hustle, the bustle, the crowded airports, TSA, crowded planes, and the rest that goes with being a business traveler. One afternoon in early April 2020, I began to reflect on a few of my business travel memories that I'd like to share with you. On a flight from Columbus, Ohio to Washington, D.C., the pilot announced that we had to divert to Baltimore because, well, it was too windy to land in D.C. for this small regional jet. Now, once we landed in Baltimore, I grabbed my gate check bag and exited the jetway. As I entered the terminal, most of the passengers began to lose their minds and took out their frustrations on the airline staff. The airline staff did not cause the windy conditions in D.C., but you would have thought so based on the irrational conversations occurring. That is the wrong approach. No human has control over the weather. Focus only on what you have control over, and that is your attitude. Stop blaming and devise your plans B, C, and D. Since D.C. was my destination, I had three choices. Rent a car, hire an Uber driver, or take Amtrak. I chose Amtrak. I arrived at my D.C. hotel three hours late and no worse for the wear. The 30-minute train ride was actually very relaxing, and I was able to take a 20-minute power nap. It's all about your attitude. I flew from Newark, New Jersey to Des Moines, Iowa with a layover in Chicago O'Hare. Uh, nothing good ever happens when I fly in or out of Chicago O'Hare Airport. Now, the flight was scheduled to land in Des Moines at 9 p.m., but we were delayed out of Chicago by two and a half hours because of bad weather. By the time we landed in Des Moines and I got an Uber and I arrived at the hotel, it was about 1230 in the morning. I went to check in. The gentleman behind the counter told me that they were full. How can you be full when I have a reservation? I said, well, apparently this hotel has an aggressive sales team. And for that particular night, there were no rooms. They oversold the rooms. I was beyond tired. And my first thought was to give that person behind the counter an earful of my discontent. However, it was not his fault that the hotel was oversold. It was the sales department's fault. He told me to grab a couple of bottles of water while he found another room for me at a sister hotel. After about five minutes, he provided me with a voucher to another hotel, which happened to be two stars lower than this four-star hotel. Then he said, the hotel shuttle will be back soon, and when they get back, they'll take me to the new hotel. I didn't care at this point. I just wanted to get some sleep because I had to be at the client's location at 7 a.m. Seeing that I wasn't getting upset and thanked him for his help, he went back into the office, came back five minutes later with a new voucher to another hotel. And this hotel was one star higher than the four-star hotel. I arrived at the new hotel at 2 a.m., crawled into bed by 2.15, and I got a few hours of sleep before my 5 o'clock wake-up alarm went off. It's all about our attitude. I was flying Delta from Tampa, Florida, back to Columbus, Ohio, through Atlanta, when we had a weather delay in Tampa. My layover was an hour and a half tight, and my connecting flight was the last flight to Columbus that evening. When the plane finally landed and parked at Terminal A, my connecting flight, of course, was out of Terminal D, and I had maybe 10 minutes to make the flight. By the time I got to the gate, completely out of breath, the jetway door had already closed, and I was staying the night in Atlanta. The gate agent told me that there were several passengers who got stranded because of flight delays into Atlanta. I could go stand in a very long line at customer service, get a voucher, and then go to a hotel. Delta had already rebooked me on the first flight out the following day. Now, I was tired, a little frustrated, and didn't feel like standing in a long line, so I went to my Marriott app, found a hotel near the airport, and made a reservation. I caught the hotel shuttle and arrived in time to have a late dinner and a cocktail. 
See, it's not Delta's fault for the weather delay. It's Mother Nature's fault. And you don't mess with Mother Nature and you don't mess with the universe. So instead of getting angry and upset, I devise another plan by saying, yes, and what else could I do? It's all about our attitude. Finally, I was flying Delta from Charleston, South Carolina to Columbus, Ohio through, wait for it, wait for it, that's right, through Atlanta. Now, I got upgraded on both ends of my return flights home because I made the diamond status that year. And once again, another weather delay. See the theme here? And my layover was only an hour. By the time we landed, I had 15 minutes to get my connecting flight. I walked off the plane and onto the jetway, and I saw a gentleman holding a sign with my name on it. I said, that's me, pointing to my name. He said, follow me. Now, we didn't go up the jetway. We went out the adjacent door, down a flight of stairs, onto the tarmac, and into a Lexus. That's right. He drove me to my connecting flight's gate. When we arrived, we get out of the car and up the stairs. The flight had not started boarding yet, so the Delta employee told me to stay where I was while he went up the jetway to scan my boarding pass. The terminal door was wide open, and several people were waiting to board and wondering who I am. He comes back with my boarding pass and tells me to have a great flight home and act like a celebrity when everybody's boarding. <laughs> that was a blast. People walk by me going, is that Robert Goulet? Or I have these new glasses, is that, is that Drew Carey? People were baffled. When I decided to go full-time with my business, I knew my biggest challenge was business travel, planes, trains, and automobiles. I knew there would be those days that I would miss a flight, flights get canceled, or any situation that I could imagine happening, like the hotel being sold out even though I had a reservation. I still haven't got past that, as you can tell by my voice. However, I never expected this to get the celebrity treatment. So my number one mantra when I travel is, yes, and the improviser's mindset has kept my stress level in check, has allowed me to make alternate plans, and has allowed me not to be one of those passengers who blame everybody behind the counter and shouts, don't you know who I am? Why are you getting upset at the people who have no control over the weather or the plane's maintenance? When you do, you're upsetting the universe, and bad things will continue to happen when you travel. And if you are kind to people who are just trying to do their job, the universe will reward you at some point in time, maybe with Alexis driving you to your connecting flight. This is just another example of how improv is a leadership method, especially when we're traveling for business. And remember, it's all about our attitude that we choose. Like what you just heard? Visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.